0: Well, all right, all right, all right. Welcome to... I I feel like I came in strong there. Is that too much? I don't know. Hopefully not. But hey, welcome to This is the NWA, a podcast celebrating the history, legacy, tradition of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time, the National Wrestling Alliance. I am your host, Gary Horn, and today we have a lot to talk about. Actually, I thought I was going to have nothing to talk about because we're two weeks out from Crockett Cup. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been talking about Crockett Cup. What a badass event, right? Still coming off that high, but I'm trying to do a weekly podcast here, and I thought, man, there's going to be nothing to talk about. Well, turns out there is plenty to talk about for a podcast that's just solely focused On the National Wrestling Alliance, we've got plenty to say. But first, this episode is brought to you by the Superstar Body Book by Nick Aldis. It's not really brought to you like he's not sponsoring us. Like he, you know, he did follow us on Twitter. So, boom. If you've been following us on social media, you know they know we out here. So that's pretty awesome. Excited about that. But also, have you noticed, just on a side note that they're using a hashtag that says, this is the NWA coincidence. I think not. I'm going to choose to think not. But all that aside, I really did want to take a minute, I hope to maybe do an episode that just solely focuses on this a little bit more, but I did want to talk to you about the Superstar Body Book. It is the single best reference fitness book, whatever you want to call it, that you can get right now if you're interested at all. You look at a guy like Nick Aldis who carries himself very well. He's a world champion. So I don't want to say too much more because I feel like I'm already being creepy. But what what I'm trying to say is, is that if you're like me and you're in, in the process of trying to get better with life, trying to motivate yourself, trying to hit the gym, do something about it. Sometimes, I don't know, like if you're a guy like me, I was never like a huge gym guy or anything. So sometimes... It could be really overwhelming. You go online and there's just so much stuff out there. There's so many different diets. You got your keto, your intermittent fasting, like all these different things. The Atkins, the Beachbody guys, you know, the P90Xs, and I don't know, I think I'm probably out of date with some of that, but you get what I'm saying. To keep yourself from being oversaturated with just so much information, it's like a fire hose flying at your face when you're just staring at the internet trying to find out how to devise a fitness plan The Superstar Body Book just hits you with the basics in plain speak. It tells you what everything is. It tells you how to develop a diet plan, how you can develop a workout plan. No kidding, it basically breaks down exactly how you target different areas, how people normally set up their splits, how many days to work out. I mean, it has like every little detail explained to you in such a way that it's easy for you to jump right in. He does tell some stories but it's not just a wrestling book i know i posted on my instagram that if you're interested in the book you might want to listen to today's episode so i'm telling you that to tell you it doesn't even matter if you're not interested in wrestling this is not a wrestling book it does have some features from some wrestlers but all related to exercise fitness basically giving you advice and ladies and men it's a perfect fitness reference guide. That's what it is really, despite what the cover might look like with Nick Aldis and his posing on the front. He describes it on the cover as real world techniques for achieving your goals. That is a perfect description for it because it's a layman's guide to how do I hit the gym and start to get fit. I have already made a ton of progress from not only this, but also Nick Aldis on his Instagram for a while there was offering a 90 days for $90, he will send you a fitness plan. He's been doing that. He's been great with me about that. I can't complain. If he ever makes that offer again, well worth the 90 bucks. The guy's got a gift for explaining fitness. So go on over to superstarbodybook.com and check that out. Or you could probably hit his profile, find out more information. I cannot promote this enough. This is the book for you if you want to learn about fitness. But okay, enough about all of that. You came here to hear about some NWA wrestling, and I came here to talk about it. So let's get right down to business. Let's start off with some of the news. Hard stuff first, I guess. Uh, As you know, at the Crockett Cup, Willie Mack dropped that national title to Colt Cabana in a really, really good match. No complaints here about that. Very surprising, though, to see Willie drop that. Well, maybe not so surprising anymore, as this past week we found out that Willie Mack has inked a multi-year deal with Impact Wrestling. Now, I looked for all of the information that I could. Mack did release a quote saying that any place was good, but I always wanted to do Impact because of the talent. It seems like they're getting a lot of buzz, and I want to be a part of that buzz and keep them going. So that was the choice for me right there oh all right fair enough i'm you know i hate to see that impact and the nwa don't seem to have a working relationship right this moment that said It may not be the last we see of Willie Mack, but it might give us a little bit of a peek into what's been going on with him in the NWA right now, which is disappointing because I felt like the NWA was kind of giving him an opportunity for a lot of exposure in front of a lot of different fans with all of their different partnerships. Plus, I was really looking forward to seeing him take that national title to all 50 states. I was a Willie Mack fan, or am a Willie Mack fan. Meanwhile, I have no idea how to even watch Impact. Okay, okay, I'm not gonna throw too much shade, but I would be remiss if I didn't mention our world's heavyweight champions' thoughts on this. Now, I don't wanna speak out of turn because this is a since deleted tweet, but I want to maintain my integrity here. I have to acknowledge what we all know. So, as you know, on the internet, everything's forever. So, even though the tweet's gone, a little while back, right after this news was announced, Nick Aldis did tweet, quote, If you ever wanted to see an example of scheming, carny, wrestling BS, look no further. Sorry, Willie. They took advantage of you. Now that sounds like a rough tweet and I can kind of see why you would take it down and here I am being an ass and promoting it on my podcast, but this is likely not directed at Mac himself. It sounds like it's more focused on a report. I think I first saw maybe the Fightful website that talked about how AAA's uh, Dorian Rolden he's also connected to Lucha Underground, which they have a connection. He's he'd been threatening to send cease and desist to Ring of Honor and NWA for using Willie Mac because he's still technically under contract with lucha underground although lucha underground has been doing a whole lot of jack and crap anyway they have had the previous dealings and a working relationship with impact wrestling so this might be connected to what the champ is referring to that's fun I mean, Willie Mack is, of course, like not the only wrestler that was impacted by this stuff. Guys like Joey Ryan and uh, Phantasma have been having previous issues getting their releases for those contracts. Those guys were kind of stuck. I mean, the show's not doing anything. They're under contract. It's a, It's been a tough situation for some of those folks. In any case, it might be a while before we get to see Mack back in an NWA ring, and I just think that's unfortunate. But Willie Mack, we wish you well, and whatever you do. It's out of the frying pan and into the fire, as they say in uh, some some somebody says that. I don't know who. I just did. So I must be they. Anyway, Allison Kay, uh just won the NWA World Women's Championship, and uh, she has already booked her first match, and that is against her just-announced opponent this week marty bell this matchup is going to be taking place this sunday may the 12th at ring of honors global wars in chicago now if you don't know who marty bell is she's got quite the resume herself including lots of independent wrestling evolve shimmer shine Women's superstars uncensored she held that wsu tag team titles i think she defended with none other than our former nwa women's world champion jazz she also spent some time in the aforementioned impact wrestling competed in WWE's Mae Young classic. Marty Bell is no slouch so Allison kay has got her work cut out for her in her first title defense. This one is gonna be good. I think Marty Bell's been consistently in PWI's top 50 women wrestlers like almost every year so good luck Allie. This is not gonna be an easy first defense speaking of title defenses colt cabana is going to make his first nwa national title defense on sunday may the 12th in chicago also at ring of honor global wars against the cowboy james storm did not expect to see this one so fast it's looking like global wars is going to be another show for the nwa fans to have to catch james storm likely needs no introduction I'm guessing he's already had a legendary career and he's battled with our champion Nick Aldis before I mean this is a former world champion in uh, different organizations I mean he's a hell of an opponent now he's eyeing that national title which according to his speech at the Crockett Cup will be the first step in making some changes in the NWA He mentioned it seemed like the NWA was more interested in how their champions looked, and he's more of a beer-drinking redneck kind of guy. And that is not me judging, by the way. I currently have a beer next to me, and I am also from South Carolina, so same. Is he going to be able to win that national title, though? We're going to find out soon. In the meantime, Colt Cabana. Hit the music. Boom, boom. Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. Colt Cabana is Coke Cabana. Straight out of the shy, Mr. Shake and Bake, 45. God, I love that music. I will play that every time I talk about Coke Cabana. Just get used to that. cole has been making that belt look good. Throwing out the first pitch at a White Sox game the other day while wearing it proudly, that was awesome to see. Also, if you happen to be interested in other podcasts besides this one, I mean, I don't know why you would be. I'm just kidding. There's lots of great stuff out there, folks. But if you happen to be in the mood for something fun and exciting and getting a little bit more of that Crockett Cup info, he just dropped his podcast the other day, The Art of Wrestling. And in the latest episode, he talks a little bit about the NWA, the Crockett Cup, and his experiences there. He talks about the national title. Also on this episode, he talks to people like the amazing referee, Tommy Young. Still so cool to see him live. Our champ, Nick Aldis, and even my boy, Royce Isaacs. It's definitely a great listen, especially to hear Nick talk about the ideas for the Crockett Cup originally, the bracket for the tournament, and the, quote, obnoxious three-story portraits of him and Marty Skrull. It was like Rocky IV style. Those things were epic to watch. Yeah, honest to God, they were a sight to behold. It's also cool to hear him talk because you get a real sense from him and Colt how excited even the wrestlers were for this event. So that's very cool. Also, Tommy Young and Colt tell an amazing story. I won't steal their thunder. You should hear it from them on the podcast. But just to encourage you, it involves Tommy Young, Nikita Koloff, Ric Flair, and some DNBs. You know, wieners and balls. I'm trying to keep it PG. You get what I'm saying. Also, if you listen to my Crockett Cup uh, review, the VIP weekend, you know I'm a big fan of Royce Isaacs and Thomas Latimer. Royce dropped some really interesting info. You know, can't speak out of turn again, but I just will say, was his team up with Tom Latimer a one-time deal? Or is it just the beginning of something a little bit bigger? I really, really hope it is. They were the wild cards, after all. Another thing you need to check out is Nick Aldis was at the Cauliflower Alley Club rubbing shoulders with guys like good old JR, Mark Henry, and Kevin Sullivan, but even cooler, he was there presenting the Luthez Award to Dory Funk Jr. The speech is up right now on the NWA's YouTube channel. It's very, very cool. You got to check it out. Hearing Nick and David Lagana discuss Cauliflower Alley Club at the VIP Crockett Cup weekend was a very interesting listen, but even more importantly than that, it's amazing to hear the respect in Aldis' voice when he discusses Dory Funk Jr. And that's, again, one of the things that I really, really love about the NWA is their respect for history and tradition. These guys go out of their way to pay homage to the legends that came before them. When I started this podcast here, one of the things I really wanted to do is that same thing that the NWA is already doing. Like I've told you before, I'm originally a WWF, WWE guy, and I've always wanted to learn more about the NWA, so I was in the process of reading and learning a lot about it and decided why not just make a podcast. So I really hope to dig more into the history and tradition and legacy, like I said at the top of the show, as this podcast progresses. We're winding down from some different things, but I've, I've got some ideas on the burner right now that we're gonna bring forth. And like, Let us dig really deep into those things. The newest 10 pounds of gold number 53 is up on the NWA's YouTube page and my God, is it incredible. 20 minutes and more than worth every single minute. It covers a lot of the Crockett Cup and it's just a fascinating watch. It's so cool to see that two weeks later, people are still talking about this thing. And it's just so powerful and so is this video. If you get a sec, just scroll through the comments section and look at the folks discussing the whole thing and the emotions it seems to invoke. Man. I don't normally recommend looking at any YouTube comments, but this was pretty impressive. Not only did the NWA put on an amazing night of wrestling, put out this amazing video, but they've also got a comment section that is not a total wasteland, and that is a feat unto itself. want to give a big thanks to Jason Kelly. I think I'm saying that right, Callie. Uh, and the Alliance blog. No, folks, I am not the only NWA-obsessed fool out here. I've mentioned Adam Rotella before, but I would be remiss not to mention Jason. He's another guy who's well worth your time following. He's making some great Lagana inspired videos over on the Alliance blog. If you just can't get enough of the NWA, they've got a lot more going on on their YouTube, and he's a great co-fan of this company. Please check him out as he has videos of all the panels from the VIP weekend, including the Jim Cornette and Billy Corgan one that I missed. He was so kind to send it over to me after he heard last week's episode. He also has the Q&A with the NWA champs. And if you listen to that one, about almost 10 minutes on the dot into it, you can hear yours truly, asking the champ a question about his awesome suits. So thanks again, Jason. And again, he is at the Alliance blog on Twitter and at first two third is the personal account, I believe. Very good stuff going on there and very cool of him to share with a fellow fan. Also want to send a thanks to at Joey bomb Style on Instagram for letting me know about the Crockett cup uh, in that Billy and Jim Cornette promo uh, before I had access to Jason's video. He sent me over a message. I had been trying to figure out what the plans are with the Crockett Cup. I'd heard some rumors and that sort of thing, but selfishly, I wanted the thing to come back to the Carolinas again next year. So if you follow uh, William Patrick Corgan over on his Instagram, he oftentimes will do, in his story, a Q&A session. So I tried to drop a question in about like, hey, what do you think? Is the Crockett Cup gonna be an annual Carolinas tradition? He replied, he actually did respond, and said it was in the plans for it to be an annual tradition. Yes, that did not answer my question completely. Now me, being a epic investigator, I switched over to at the NWA pod and asked again, but this time specifically about the Carolinas. He did not respond. But fan community to the rescue, I was told, on that panel he does seem to hint at he would love it if that could stay in the carolinas now who knows a year from now where we'll be but it would be really really cool if it could be an annual tradition because i would be doing it every single year and doing the vip folks and last but not least on the news front david lagana was on the bruce mitchell audio show this week and it was a fantastic interview I got to meet Bruce at the VIP weekend, like I've discussed before. And to me, he was just as good as meeting a a professional wrestler. I love Bruce Mitchell. He's one of my favorite wrestling journalists. He's just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to wrestling history, especially the NWA. I actually, in discussions with him, we may have talked a little bit about the possibility of him appearing on the show at some point. I hope we can make that happen. Uh, That said, if you are not familiar with the Pro Wrestling Torch or not a subscriber to the Pro Wrestling Torch, you can't really have access to the podcast. I don't want to spoil it because I think you should subscribe to them or at least, you know, go check them out for a month. They have tons, tons and tons of audio daily for you to listen to. Wade Keller's been doing a Wade Keller hotline for God knows how long. But anyway, in that interview with David Lagani, folks, it is a masterclass on content creation, wrestling history, wrestling promotion, just all of it. I had to listen to it a second time just to take notes because they are two guys that really know their stuff about this business. Well worth your time, well worth signing up for a month just to hear that interview. All right, and last but not least, and then I got to get the heck out of here, we're going to do a question of the week. This one comes from at the Dave Dynasty on Twitter, who's running his own deal, by the way, and covering a lot of Midwest wrestling. Check him out. He asks, who do you think the next challenger to Nick Aldis will be? That is a great question, Dave. I think the last match at the Crockett Cup kind of sealed things off for Aldous Scroll. Although the way things have been discussed in some tweets, there's always a chance for a part two. Hell, I'd take a Aldous Rhodes 3. At Pig Review, that's PIG Review, uh, had a poll-up the other day just like listing an unofficial top 10 contenders for the NWA Heavyweight Championship. Uh, they had a lot of options there, you should check that out. But out of those, the most interesting to me was probably Jay Lethal. I think that that relationship between the Ring of Honor and the NWA, uh, Jay Lethal seems like he would be an epic opponent for Nick Aldis, especially coming off his run with the ROH title. It'd be kind of cool to see him square up and try to go in a different direction and see what he could do in regards to the NWA. I'd be lying if I said that I didn't want to see Okada. There's a relationship there with New Japan. Okada versus Aldis? I mean, sign me up right away. Deep down, I still wish Nick could have gotten a match against Jushin Thunder Liger. That would have been a really special one to see, especially since uh, Liger's going out this year. I would have really dug that match. And I know that he's probably busy considering he's a new tag team champion, but PCO is an intriguing option for me too. Just seeing the juxtaposition of him and Aldis, those two standing across from each other, that just seems kind of epic. But again, this is all wish list stuff. So who do I think will actually be next? There's a lot of options out there. I mean, we still haven't even talked about somebody like Jeff Cobb or Bandito, which would be awesome. But again, that's just wish-listing. As I say all this, though, we know who the next opponent is. It's going to be the National Treasure versus the House of Slayer. That's right. Nick Aldis is going to be defending that NWA World's Heavyweight Championship in the UK. Carol Rhodes, Frightmare. Uh, I'm excited for that. Um, not super familiar with Brad Slayer. That's no offense to him, but uh, he has done a lot in the business so far, has been wrestling for quite a while. I'm interested to check out some of his stuff and catch this match. I'm assuming that as time progresses, we're gonna learn a lot more about Mr. Slayer. So that is the next opponent for the 10 pounds of gold. Now, assuming that Nick Aldis gets through Brad Slayer, who's the next guy? Truth is, I have no idea. There's so many options on the table. The important thing, I think, just not to cheap out on this thing, is that I'm excited to find out. And I think a lot of people are also excited to find out. And that is the important part. People love the NWA. They want to see what's next. I can't wait to find out with all of you. And that's it for this week, folks. We're going to wrap it up there. Thank you so much again for listening. The interaction has been off the charts. The listens, everything. You guys are incredible. I want to talk to you about wrestling, specifically about the National Wrestling Alliance. Keep it coming. Let's boost the nwa just out there as one of the dominant places to catch professional wrestling as always i am at rock and roll gary all spelled out on twitter instagram it's facebook.com slash the nwa pod it's at the nwa pod on twitter and instagram come check us out send me messages comment on posts. let's talk about some wrestling and let's help build the national wrestling alliance see ya